Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, January the 18th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of a continuation of the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. Hebrews 12, 1 through 4. And by way of reflecting on this particular passage, uh, if we've noticed uh, over the past uh, several decades or more, uh, a form of exercise and physical activity that has gained a great deal of popularity, both recreational and on the professional level, is that of uh, running. Uh, various uh, marathons and types of races and so on. And some people simply do it uh, for the enjoyment of it, the exercise, the getting outside, and all of that is very much to the good in terms of our physical health and our physical well-being, which also affects our mind, our psychological and emotional well-being, as well as our spiritual dimension as well. And uh, some people do it, again, recreationally. They do it as part of their exercise and health program. And then there are those who do it, of course, on the professional level. And uh, in New Orleans, there's a great deal of uh, marathons and races, usually on the weekend. And uh, there's various levels that people can participate in. Some just walk the course, which is fine. And uh, you have those from uh, other parts of the state and even the region. And uh, for some of the big races, because they have them just about every weekend because of the weather, um, they can uh, run professionally. Nothing, of course, like the Boston Marathon, but it still attracts a very large number of people. And also, you see families out there together uh, running and walking. And it's also a social activity as well as a physical activity, which all adds to the enjoyment of the activity. And uh, I had an opportunity. I'm not a runner myself. I usually don't run unless someone's chasing me. And as a kid, uh, well, we won't go into that. But uh, we had uh, we have some professionals that come down, and that's really what they do for uh, almost their livelihood. And they're quite serious in terms of their training, their discipline, the regiment that they go through. And uh, it becomes not only a way of life, but it is a way by which they make their livelihood. And uh, some of the prizes and so on, that's offered is quite attractive. But again, that's at very much the professional level. And most of the races are divided by skill level or level of dedication, etc. And um, I was talking to one runner who does this uh, year-round, going from place to place with these marathons and these races. And they were telling me all of the various regiments that they go through in the course of a day, their diet, their routine of exercise, 
what they do in terms of their leg exercises, lung exercises, the way in which they lift weights, but also uh, very, very meticulous in their eating and uh, the various kinds of clothing that they wear and so on in order to maximize uh, ventilation and not to uh, persist in the sweat, the perspiration remaining, but it evaporates, all kinds of things, the various uh, drinks that they take, these energy drinks, but most most are dedicated to simply water. Water is the uh, most effective and basic form of hydration. And uh, it's quite uh, life-consuming for some of these who are at that particular level. Well, the reason for all of this, of course, is, is that in the letter to the Hebrews, uh, the writer says, we for our part are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. Well, when you go to the marathon, they're all standing there at the starting line, and you're not running by yourself. You have a whole bunch of people along the sides of the, of the course of, of the race, as well as those who are participating. So there's, the writer says there's a cloud of witnesses. And he, the writer says, let us lay aside every incumbent's in other words, uh, you want to run light. You don't want to be weighed down. You don't put weights on your ankles. You don't wear heavy clogging shoes or a lot of clothes. You run light. He says, lay aside every encumbrance of sin which clings to us. And the runners would never think of running with jackets and all of these other sorts of things, uh, they run again light, very quietly dressed. And the writer says, persevere in running the race which lies ahead. Let us keep our eyes fixed. Runners do not run with their head down, run to the side, looking upward. They run straight ahead because their eye is on the goal, on the finish line. They want to break the tape, or at least say that they finished, even if you're just walking. You want the goal ahead. We are goal-oriented. And so, let us keep our eye fixed on the goal. And the letter to the Hebrew says, the goal that we race toward is Jesus, who inspires and perfects our faith. For the sake of the joy which lay before him, he endured the cross, heedless of its shame. Those who run in those races, they don't think of the discipline, the pain. They think of the gain. They think of that having finished, that medal, maybe that uh, monetary prize, the glory that's involved, all of that. And the writer says, for the sake of the joy which lies before him, that is, he would complete the work given by the Father, and on Easter he would be raised from the dead.
He has taken his seat at the right of the throne of God. Remember how he endured the opposition of sinners. Hence, do not grow despondent or abandon the struggle. Do not grow despondent or abandon the struggle. The course that we run on, of course, is the course of our everyday lives. And it's easy for us to get distracted. There's so many things to take us off course. So many things uh, to keep us from enduring, persisting, disciplining. But we always keep the goal in mind. Life on high with Christ Jesus in the presence of God for all eternity. And so Jesus endured all that he endured for those three years here on earth so that we might have a finish line. We might have a home open for us, welcoming of us, rejoicing and celebrating our arrival. Some of us, it is a long and winding road filled with struggle, filled with the need for discipline, starting again. Sometimes we get distracted and go on side roads, but God calls us back. Come back, come back to the main course and persist. Continue to go forward because every time you go to the side road, I will point the signs to you back to the main course. That's my mercy. That's my forgiveness. And in your fight against sin, the writer says, uh, you, you will, you will achieve your goal. You will arrive at the destination. Don't become despondent, despairing, or faint-hearted. You run with a great cloud of witnesses, those who have gone before and those who are running with you. We know how important it is when the crowd is there and they're, they're, they're encouraging and promoting the races and the runners to finish, to finish the course, to complete it, to cross the finish line. And so it is with each and every one of us in that long course that we run, call our everyday lives, every day. And so this is a letter really of encouragement and of support that regardless of where we find ourselves at this moment, at this very day, at this very second, where we find ourselves on the course, the course of life, even if we have gone off course, even if we have gotten lost and distracted inside things, come back to the main course. Come back to that road that leads to the true and lasting finish line where you will gain your rest for all eternity in the very presence of God with all who have finished the race. And there will not be a, an earthly crown not a perishable one. You will receive an imperishable one, an everlasting, immortal, eternal one that never grows old, 
that never fades, that never begins to decay, because it is the very presence of God for all eternity. So today is another leg in the race. Run your race. Persist. For you run with a great cloud of witnesses. Keep your eye on the goal. For the goal is life on high with Almighty God for all eternity. God bless you.